We're back. We're back. Yep, it's late. I apologise, but we're back. Um, how are we all? The weather's getting good. It's nice. The exams are over for most people. Um, college is out for the summer. We're allowed to see each other again, um, which is nice. People are starting to realise who's their rider dies. You know, they you know they have to pick from th- uh, three friends to go out and social distance together, and then there's that, always that uh, outlier friend who's looking around and saying, "Oh, oh, if only I was within the five kilometer radius of our houses to go out with each other." Oh, but they do it anyway, and I think that's an accepted thing that people aren't going to. Uh, you know, keep to the rule of only meeting or only meetings of four people and it being outside and all that. But I, I don't think anybody that I know anyways is having major parties or doing anything super illegal or doing anything to stop the uh, or to help the spread of the uh, COVID. Um, bit of housekeeping before we start off. Th- big thanks. Super big thanks to uh, all of you that watched the second episode that were uh, sending some lovely comments my way on the uh, party and how I probably, as many as you said, I probably should have been put up for adoption at 16. Um, so I'm glad you liked it. Today, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna talk about um, a certain topic, but I. I've been thinking lately now that the exams are over for college and leaving cert is like it's done and junior cert is cancelled I just want to take this episode to think about like for all of you that have done college and could be done their last year they could be done their second last year I'm done my second year now so hopefully I'll be going into third year Thank well fingers crossed anyways but I, it's just it's it, you think when you're in school that college is this huge big thing and i know it's movies and it's tv that make you believe that this is a a new world but i think we can all agree that it's uh it is very different but it's not worlds apart from school and that's where i think that's where loads of people get confused in college i think that's where so many people go in with these great expectations that you'll be treated as a complete intellectual and an equal among your lecturers and it's safe to say that you're not you know you work through school from first year to sixth year you you know hope that you can do well enough in your junior cert to get a good class to go and do your leaving cert subjects and if you do that you'll go to a good college and you'll be praised but it doesn't always happen that way in fact it very rarely happens that way at all and i've been asking people you know what's the biggest problem with their college and you're not funny for all those people that said the biggest problem is going to college with you so thanks for that but there are those that like gave genuinely like really interesting insights on how in school you know what you're gonna you're you know what you're in for from day one to the last day you know that you do your work day after day you do it to a certain standard you're out of there you get your notes just like everybody else and you get the same amount of candor for everybody but 
in college, if you're not a certain type of person, if you're, say, a little bit of an introvert and you don't like to ask questions and you have a bit of a problem with communicating to people, um, which I can safely say I don't have, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm good in that way that I'll talk to uh, people if I need to talk to them, but there are those that, <coughs> excuse me, that they, you know, they don't, they, they aren't like that, and it's tough for them to communicate, and also, bringing up a problem with their lectures as well, that's a, that seems to be a huge thing, where people, like, they'll have a problem with their lecture, or their grade, and they won't stick the hand up, and they won't say, oh, could you, like, have a look at this, for fear of getting, like, criticised more, and I think, there was a I I had asked on Instagram what's your worst college experience and one said putting a huge amount of work into your project or your exam and being and getting it called substandard like the cheek of some of these lectures these days where you know where they take at like at first glance like you like your work may not be as good as somebody else's but that has absolutely no right for them to criticize it and make you feel like an outlier and that definitely happens in college a lot more than it does in school in school you know teachers will take your opinion into consideration your feelings into consideration and they'll say okay james this is where we can work or whoever and you know you can build a relationship with it and you can get better and better i feel like in college if if you if you fall behind it's a lot tougher to get right back on the horse because it's a moving train college and each it's not like each module is a different subject well i know it is but it's it's almost like it's a different track that you're on in each one and if you fall behind in one then who knows you might fall behind in another there's just so it's just Oh, it's just really tough, uh, from my opinion, and I think there's always that debate that to take to take it off in a bit of a tangent here, away from the grades and stuff. That if you are a big fish in school, you'll be nothing in college, which I don't think is particularly true. But it's um, it's obvious to see those people who were on the top of the mountain in school, and they get to college and they they like they're thrown in a world that they don't know where the social standing is uh it's not apparent and you can definitely see those those people in in your marginal class that were on the the the, the top that you kind of look at and go Ugh, you know they're one of those people um not that not that i'm saying there's anything bad with that i mean uh a lot of those people are very good people but there are those that really try and subconsciously push this agenda that there should be a social ranking even in college, which there isn't. There should have never been that in school. It's such a bogus uh, way of thinking that there are people who are popular and unpopular for the most outrageous reasons. There, you know, I went to an all-boys school, uh, private all boys school you know run by uh, catholic priests it's like on paper that sounds very stark but it's it's not and it was really it was really if you were good at sports you you were at the top 
and I wasn't that good at sports, but I wasn't at the bottom. But there are people that kind of, even to this day, hold a grudge that that's the way things work. And I think it's, I think as a society, we're kind of moving away from that in schools that you don't need to be uh, particularly talented at anything. You just have to be a good person to be popular i think that's the, the 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 new wave of popularity is to just be an all-around good guy um but there are people that still have a problem with it that still look and they and they're the people that really enjoy college they see it as an experience that oh you know it's 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 the time where i can uh, get up and i can make a name for myself and yeah it's it's they believe that they can really make a new name for themselves and that's great i feel like everybody should try that they should try it's the year it's where you should be trying new things you should be meeting up with new people and you should be um really enjoying your life but it's it's that kind of stigma where you should be trying it's not a stigma but i suppose it's this um idea that you should be trying these new things and you should be going to new places tasting different foods on the coast of italy and going to germany you know for the beer festival and all of this and going on your j1 and going to canada and or thailand or whatever it is and then there's those people that they they see these ideologies and they don't really want to conform to them and they feel left out and they feel like this is a complete and utter waste of my time when realistically these are the years where you should really not not to put a downer on it but these are the years where you really shouldn't be doing those things you can go to america or canada whenever you want i think thailand's a bit different because you get to explore this completely new side of the world that you never really know or can never really understand but and it's the same when you go when people go to South America and stuff like that. I think that's brilliant where they can see this part of the world that they never they would never think exists because in our minds it doesn't. We're rainy old Ireland with green fields and a load of supermax while there's South American countries that are beautiful, warm, blue beaches and it's it's a different world. But I just the point I'm trying to make is that there there's so much expectation put on young people when it comes to the transition of college to or from school to college. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a pretty. There's just a fucking jackhammer going outside my window, and I'm trying to record the podcast. I need to do it now. Thank God construction is back up, though. You know, it was getting scary there in COVID. Not any uh, activity was happening. There we go. It stopped now. But uh, getting back to it, the idea that you have to reinvent yourself when you go from school to college is a ridiculous idea. You know. I'm not saying that you shouldn't grow as a person that's a huge part of life and that's what you should be doing but I think it's I think it's even like just thinking about it when you get into it it is a ludicrous idea that you have to decide when you are 18 years of age the course you want to go into for the rest of your life and you're shunned out of it if you drop out there's a like it's it's such a it's such a a harsh word dropout 
for you to drop out of your course, for you to fail, for you to not progress in the manner that the rest of your peers are, it is ridiculous. And I have serious respect for those who do drop out because they think that there's a different path in life that they should be taking, that there's a different course they should be taking. I'm currently in a business course. It has dawned on me many a time that I shouldn't be here and I should be doing film or I should be doing English. I think I'd like it a lot more. But in the eyes of your parents, you shouldn't be doing that. It's a risk. Um, And I know you're told throughout your life to take risks, but that's too big a risk to be taking at this time. Um, And it's, it's where... I'm trying to get in my mind perfectly. It's really tough for to even try and understand for those that haven't done their leaving cert uh, but it's especially it's a good insight for those who have where we've all looked at that CAO paper and we've all looked at our top choice and you say oh this is exactly what I want to do as my top choice my top choice was was best in UCD if I probably couldn't survive a week in UCD doing that doing best fair play to you whoever has or is currently doing it my hat is off to you you did great in your leaving cert big clap for them but i like why i i I begin to think now why was that my top choice i don't want to do any kind of business well i do but it's i don't really want to be studying about it like my my mother and my father are both uh very successful in their business um they've been big characters and shaping how I think about my future and all that but it gets to a point where is this really what you want to do and how could you know what you want to do when you're 18 you haven't experienced any part of the world you haven't experienced the inside of an office you haven't experienced the backs the back and forth from you know colleagues and stuff like that there are those that they they really believe when they're in college and this is even worse than if you go from school into college and you don't like your course. But when you be- make yourself believe that you ha- almost have this placebo effect in your mind that you enjoy a business subject or you enjoy any kind of subject uh, and course. And then you end up getting your degree and you get to shake hands with your lectures and your parents are so proud. And then... Five months later you go into an office and then you realize that jesus christ i absolutely hate this there has to be a better way of of helping people understand what they want to do there are people that they work themselves to the bone to get medicine which i could never do like the whole hbat thing why is it so tough to be a doctor but it is easy to be a plumber it's just i don't understand i know once dealing with pipes you're just doing de- uh, dealing with humans but it, it it shouldn't be a case that it is this tough to be a doctor in ireland that people are you know losing sleep over the h-path that people have to get this insurmountable amount of points to be a doctor how do you do that how do you do that? I don't even know. I was thrilled with my four six five. That's with that's with my dare points, by the way. Thrilled. I was over the moon. I couldn't believe that I got that. That not to brag, but that was 
that was essentially Michael Jordan doing a 360 backflip, no eyes open, and still scoring the bucket and turning water into wine. It was a fucking miracle. But then there are people that they don't get their course because they didn't get a H1 in honours maths. I did ordinary level maths, I got a fucking 05. But these people that are really, really just brainiacs, that if they don't get one grade, that's their whole plan done. Why would you want to become a doctor if this is the trial by fire that you have? I've gone off on a tangent, but it is something that you need to th- that you need to think about. I think you should all, when you're listening to this, have a really good think and say, is this really what I want to be doing with my life? Because there are times where I'm really happy, and I think half the half the battle with you know with college is is staying. And I said this, and I and I continue to say this: being content with your course, maybe not being happy, but being content with it, not going in every day and hating it, because there are people that do that for four years of their life, and yeah, they have a great time outside and live the college life, but they despise their every day going in, going out. They barely pass their exams because they hate it so much. And with college, it's it's so unlike school that. You're in, like people people had so much um so many nerves in school that you know they, they constantly build up and then when they were done the leaving cert it flattened out but i this is the most anxious i've ever felt in my life in college you know i've gotten ptsd from listening to those outlook fucking pings on my phone if one of them comes in i have a mini heart attack thinking that it's one of my grades that i've failed um, or that there's a lecturer looking for me that I haven't submitted work when I probably have. I'm good like that. But then, you see, and this is where it, it really begins to annoy me because in school you're told that you will be an equal when you go to college and you're treated more or less like an equal in sixth year. But then you go to college and they put on this facade for the first three months of your first year that you are an equal and this is a higher place of learning. But if you don't have your thing in by the correct due date, even though you have a good excuse that you, but you didn't uh, sign out that little sheet that you're meant to when you don't hand it up in time, you get treated like a dog that should have his tail between its legs. Like a little slap on the nose with the newspaper. Oh, this is inconsiderate of my time. This is this is rude, you know? You don't speak to people like that. You don't say, this is inconsiderate of my time. You're being rude. This is terrible. This is shocking. People have things. Go- and it's the lack of, the severe lack of empathy within people. And this isn't all lectures now. I'm going to uh, come out and say it. There are lecturers that really, really love their jobs. That truly enjoy their living. And they will help you out. They're those people that will go the extra mile to help you out if you're looking for their help. But then there are those that not only will do the bare minimum, but will do the bare minimum and expect the max. And if you don't give it, give the max effort and give the best you can, they'll criticise you for it. It's this weird paradox where... You're told you should be on the level with them. That you should be talking to each other like adults. And that's another thing. 
you do talk to them like adults and you get talked to by, by an adult like an adult but you know in their heart that they and your mind that they don't see you as their equal they see you as this dumb kid that's trying to get a degree or a diploma or whatever or a plc whatever it is and that's a little bit disheartening and people have this have this um idea of lectures that they are god that you know if you have a problem you have to find it out you have to fix it but for many people that should be that should be the last thing they're dealing with they have things that they're dealing with at home that they're dealing with with their friends you know that it's a huge overbearing that you know that if you have a problem with something you have to hunt them down and find them which i don't think is a bad thing i think people should learn to focus on you know finding the root of the problem and eliminating it at the source i think that's a really good thing to learn and to actually communicate with lecturers that's a really that's too many people in college don't play the game playing the game is panhandling to the lecture to go hand in hand and say look and to, to make them to, to make the lecturer believe that they are on the top because if they're on the top and you're on the bottom that's the way they want to be if you play the game you'll get the grades there's those people that don't play the game they look at the lecture and go fuck them fuck them i don't like them i don't care about his grades i don't care about this or that or the other and they don't play the game and they don't get good grades sometimes it's a step further from doing the work it's about it's about giving this reputation that you respect them and even if you don't do try as hard as you can to make the lecturer believe that you respect them and you respect their opinion because the the fastest way to a good grade is through their ego that's like that that's and you can take that home for free if you're not getting the grade you think you should play to their ego a little bit you know it's manipulative and it's a little bit sociopathic but you should do it i think that's the way i've gotten some of my better grades is by playing to their ego and they fucking love it they absolutely love it you say oh doctor whatever your name is even if he's not a doctor and he'll give you the fucking grade you think subconsciously that it won't work it absolutely works you should do that that's where it's different to school as well you can't panhandle these teachers they'll still look right through you they know that you're trying to be a little prick because they're used to it they're desensitized to all actual compliments in that school and they're like all right fuck off i know what you're trying to do but these lecturers some of them are so up their own hole that they don't understand the illusion of confidence and actual confidence in them another tangent another thing that i should be discussing for another day but look it's it's the way it is it's just the way it is um too many there's too many things that i can speak about the, so also some of these things some of these people i won't name names but you've had a lot worse experience than i have lecture overhearing that you said shit about them and then they respond to you in an email like and that's that brings me to another thing that lecturers will go in on you if they need if they really want to because who's going to tell them off in school there's this hierarchy of student teacher vice principal principal in college 
you can't be run to anybody you have nobody to go to but that lecture so if you don't like them and they don't like you you better buckle up because you have got a rough ride ahead of you there's no way for you to avoid them there is no way for you to work it out it's very tough to bring the reputation of yourself up after you've had an absolute mare with a lecture because they'll always remember it but they really won't remember when you do it good they'll keep you under the radar but you will be a blip a constant blip if you're a prick so play the game don't be a prick play the game play to their ego it's that simple it's it's very odd it's an odd concept if you told me now going into my third year what would you pick for your leaving certain now that you know what you know i still wouldn't i still would have no idea what i pick i think that's the same with everybody i think people enjoy the college lifestyle but they don't enjoy college um not that i don't enjoy college i actually i, I kind of do um but there are parts to it that i would definitely want to change there are parts that should be changed from the get-go that you should really be able to have a taste of everything that you should be able to have the have an idea of of what you're meant to be doing you know it's it's too it's tough where people will come to me and they'll say look i dropped out of my course and i'll ask well what are you doing next and they'll look at me and they'll go i guess i'll go back to college why why do you go back to college if you've hated it there are people that have dropped out twice of their course college might not just might not be for you and people will bite the bum be like what are you saying am i stupid huh do i not belong in college is that it no it just might not be for you it's not for everybody people don't react well for being in a classroom being told stuff by somebody else that's older than them that's a fact of life and there are people that it does suit different strokes for different folks i don't judge but there are also those people and you'll figure it out you figure it out every time in college where they have picked their course because it's in a certain college people won't pick a course in dcu because they don't want to travel out too far there's also somebody that said that it is one of the biggest pains getting up for a 9 a.m and getting on a terrible bus to dcu god bless you i hope i hope you're okay but they're those people that only go into their course because it's in ucd or it's in trinity that's in a prestigious school with a lot of with a big gym or a big green and a po- and a pool room or whatever maybe the most delusional people on the planet to make their decision and it's the same people on that hierarchy in school that wanted to be at the top to base your decision i'm not saying it's an easy decision to make as i've said throughout this podcast that you know about school you know i wouldn't know what to choose today i said it all but those people that have made their decision because they like the look of the school because they like the amount of facilities is in a fucking college get a bloody grip you aren't going to be there for very long if you go there for the sole reason of the fucking facilities okay you go in you're like yeah i'm a ucd student what are you doing fucking jam making what do something you actually like this reputation that trinity is this massive hall of 
scholars and you know laureates and ucd is full of these you know superhuman athletes that were made in a fucking tube and the rest are just mediocre at best you should re you should do your research you should go into a course that you think you might like and you know what it might have worked out for somebody somebody might have seen that oh it's ucd it's got a big rugby pitch it's got a lot of football pitches oh they have a tennis court they go in and they might actually really like their course whatever it is but nine times out of ten maybe even ten times out of ten those people never stay in college those people will never ever stay in college because they they're there for the wrong reasons and if you think that the quality of a college is based around around the amount of pitches that are on your campus you're fucking delusional and as i say get a fucking grip because it's not the way it works there are people that get a trade back and forth the fucking galway every weekend that have a great time by the way meant to be a really nice place um and people back home in dublin say jesus you're out in galway you're not in dublin like you're not you're not in ucd or trinity i thought you were one of the smart people and they're actually having the time of their bloody lives out in galway it is one of my biggest regrets that i never took into account that i should be somewhere but dublin i'm not even a home bird you know yeah i'd miss my friends dearly very dearly but it shouldn't be stopping me in going to galway or going to or going anywhere going outside of ireland you know going over to amsterdam or germany or wherever you know that's what you should be doing there's people that i know they're going over to canada sadly they had to come back because of you know the whole covid19 thing which is getting a lot better it seems but they went over there and they said they're having the time of their life there's people that i know that are over in australia they're having the time of their life yes they're big countries yet they're really prestigious and very nice but why why do you view it differently if it's in a different county why is it that if it's in australia it's wow it's mind-blowing but if it's in galway it's substandard i don't understand it it's this it's this kind of deep-rooted thing in in schools certainly private schools anyways there's a certain class that you have to uphold that oh I've gone to this private school I have to be in UCD or I have to be in Trinity or or a very prestigious school there are those that then end up going to the likes of TUD DIT very very respectable college Tala very respectable college very good campus in itself and they get criticized for it from those hierarchy loving people that will say in Tala or you're in town and it's not in trinity who are you who are you you're still wearing your ucd at astra jumper it's been three years take it off you fucking idiot these people in college that will bombard you with i i was on the senior cup team you know do you know who i am no nobody does in fact i bet you nobody knew who you were when you were back in school you fucking loser get a hold of yourself I think that's my uh, that's my ten pen. I'm I'm getting hot in the head from 
from uh, talking about school but it is it is something that you should really be thinking about for all of those who are in college do you really like your course should you really leave and some people are too far too far on in their minds they're in their third year or their fourth year and they say i've come this far it would be disappointing not to stick it out yeah it would be but in the long run who knows what might benefit you it's it's a it's just a big roulette table college and if you stick the chips on the right color or on the right number it could be coming up trumps but more or less people stick it on the wrong number or they stick it on the wrong color and they hate their course and they'll stay with it and they'll write it out that's the way it goes look i'm not as i said i'm not going to say any more on the situation i hope that gives a little bit of light into onto the idea as i said before in the first episode i want um i want a few guests coming on i think i have a few lined up some very interesting topics i could be talking about with certain people from all ages from all backgrounds um so very interesting i want to try a new little segment out that i've been working on very hard and it's just a little little flick section you know what are you watching in quarantine and I'm glad people are giving me suggestions. And I hope that every podcast will be ending this way. Uh, with this little flick session that I've got going here. So the first one that I'm going to talk about. That I... It was suggested to me by a friend recently. I'm a big documentary watcher. Uh, very into nature. Wanted to be a vet or a marine biologist growing up. I'm now in business. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But Blackfish. Maybe maybe one of the best documentaries i've ever seen in my entire life and it revolves around these orcas the killer whales in sea world in florida and especially when around this one one uh orca shamu the, the 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 famous one that ended up killing not only one this is where people get get confused they didn't it didn't just kill one it killed two people it and it is and it shows how how corrupt these places are they take them when they're little calves off the coast of canada they ship them up where it's meant to be freezing cold that's where they're meant to be they're never in tropical places and they fuck them down to florida they bring them down to florida where the humidity is like walking through a wall of sweat it why why and people expect well why why did it kill her why did it kill her because it's a fucking killer whale it's in the name and it, it does a great job of taking into account all the trainers um stories on how like oh like and it's almost like it's like the tiger king where they see a a, a big animal and they go and they get blindsided completely that and even the people watching it, I I've been to those orca shows. They're still running in SeaWorld. They're still up and running. And you see these giant things. You're like, wow, that is amazing. That person just did a flip off the nose of a killer whale. But people get so distracted by the frivolities and the uh, theatrics of it all that they forget that there is a human person in a sixteen foot tank with a killer whale. Those things, and they go the it basically i forget her name now but it revolves around uh one lady who 
who was sadly killed in SeaWorld during a live show. A live show. <laughs> I mean, it's it's shocking stuff. But it's you would think, oh the you know, the killer whale ate her in one big gulp. No. They do this this shocking thing where they grab onto one of your limbs and they drag it down as far as they can and then bring you back up. It's essentially waterboarding with the iron giant it grabs a hold of you and it will not let you go and it'll bring you down and it'll bring you back up and what are you meant to do what are you meant to do it it is such a bizarre thing that it was so like it was not thought through what do you do if this happens if they grab a hold of you they don't have a gun they're not going to be shooting it it's at a live show you're not going to jump in there with it that's not going to help you it's it is I say it a lot, but it boggles the mind. It truly does. Watch the documentary. It's great. It shows very graphic imaging of people that have survived, that have gone into the pool with these giant, these behemoths of the ocean, and they somehow make it out alive, even though they grab hold and they bring them down. You know, and many of these people that went in, they're not marine biologists. They're not trained professionals. They're teenagers that have been surfing off the coast of Miami and they get a lucky break in working with giant animals. Who wouldn't Who wouldn't enjoy that? I certainly would. Would I be going into a 16-foot pool with a, an orca anytime soon? Fuck no. Absolutely not. <laughs> but different strokes for different folks. I give it a fucking 4 out of 5. It's a great documentary. It it shows from start to finish how bogus this is. And in 10 years time, hopefully we will look back on holding dolphins and sharks and killer whales, especially killer whales, in captivity and say that is maybe the most heinous thing we've ever done. Because they, like, not only, not only does it show how... The da- how much damage the killer whale does to hu- does to humans, but it shows how badly humans treat these animals. It's terrible. Do you know what happens when they're not swimming around in the big pool? They don't let them free out there. They stick them in a ten by ten box of water. I've been in pools bigger than that in water parks. A 10 by 10. That barely fits them. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Anyways, watch the documentary. It's fantastic. It's great. You'll love it. So, I said my piece on college. I said my piece. A little piece at the end there. I think we'll get that going. I think we might get it going. Give me some suggestions. Hit me up on Instagram. Say, watch this, watch that. It's good. Except if it's Money Heist. I don't want to watch that shite. If you've seen it and you enjoy it and you can read the subtitles to an adequate level, fantastic. It's not for me. But I bid you adieu. I'm sorry again that it's coming out late. The next one will be on time, Wednesday, 9am, as per. We've just had problems. We've lost a run of ourselves around here, but thank you. Again, so bye-bye. Enjoy. Safe home. Bye.